0: Something about South America and Haiti that I recorded previously and forgot to publish. That's what's coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I'm watching a YouTube video called "Why Is Latin America Still Poor?" and in my opinion, it's pretty much—you know—if you were colonized by the British, you had the rule of law, and if you were caused by colonized by Spain or Portugal, you didn't. But anyways, there's definitely some interesting facts in here. But so one interesting thing is there's a mountain called Cerro Rico. It's in Bolivia and like people call it the mountain made out of silver. Now it's obviously not actually pure silver but um, I think the video is saying for like 200 years most of the silver in the world came from this one mountain. And they had a city called Potosi there to support all the mining operations and it was one of the I don't know, it was as big as a city in Europe and richer than most. I mean, whatever, way back in the day, I think 1800s. Alright, whatever. Instead of me trying to remember what the video said, I'm just going to read from Wikipedia. The Cerro Rico de Potosi was the richest source of silver in the history of mankind. The extraction of mineral ores in Cerro Rico de Potosi began in 1545 by the Spanish Empire. Between the 1500s and 1700s, 80% of the world's silver came out of this mine so some other interesting thing was um, So Buenos Aires, which is the the big city in Argentina It's on it's in a bay. It's like a nice bay. It's like right below You got Brazil, you know, where Brazil is Below Brazil is Uruguay. I talked about them. They're like 96% white. They're like a crazy white rich country That's super good at soccer and has won the world championship soccer even though they're a tiny country anyways and then on the other side of this bay okay one side is uruguay on the other side of the bay is um argentina and then the city that's on the bay is buenos aires so i'm boy it's hard to describe a map on a podcast it's kind of like it's kind of like think of the bay area with san francisco it'd be like you know northern california was one country above the bay and then southern california was another country below the bay but anyways this is in uh, South America, and you got Uruguay and Argentina, and the river that goes to the bay is called the Parana. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same as the flesh-eating fish or not, man-eating fish. But anyways, it's it's a nice bay that's on South America. It's in South America, and so when the Spanish came over, they were like, "Hey, this is a nice bay. Maybe we can enslave all the people and get rich." And they noticed that the people were wearing a lot of silver jewelry. But this video is like, you know, why is why is America rich and South America, you know, why is the United States and North and Canada rich and all the Hispanic places to the south poor, and so their theory—I don't know if this is right—but their theory is that you can't enslave hunter gatherers. Like, so when you got when they got to um, Buenos Aires, what would become Buenos Aires? There's a bunch of hunter gatherers there, and like when. Um, British people got to the Northeast in America, whatever, you know, Plymouth Rock, whatever, anyways, they had a bunch of hunter-gatherers there, and like, you can't enslave them, they're just, it's like herding cats, it's herding cats, you can kill the cats, but you can't herd them. So the Spanish went up the Piranha River, and then they found, like, I I don't remember the name of them, but they found a tribe, I mean, you know, big tribe, big ass tribe, that was... I don't know, relatively, they weren't hunter-gatherers, they didn't just move around, they had cities and agriculture and stuff, and the Spanish was like, oh, what you do is you just marry into whoever, you know, the king, you marry the king's sister and kill the king, basically, and then now you rule the tribe. And so, you know, like the famous ones are the Aztecs and the Incas, but apparently South America all the way up to Mexico, there just happened to be a number of, I don't know, civilizations. You know, advanced, I don't know what to call it. That's racist. But anyways, relatively advanced civilizations, which meant that you could actually conquer people and enslave people, make them, you know, work in the fields or work in the mine, etc. Whereas, you know, United States, Canada, whatever, there was no... You could kill them and take their land. That was the only thing you could do. And I've said before, I think 90% or something of the Native Americans got killed in the United States, were killed by disease, but... Anyways. Okay, yeah. So okay, so why did why did enslaving the people not lead to uh, rich countries today? Although it's kind of more complicated than that, but apparently in I mean, boy, don't quote me. I said something then I read Wikipedia and it already contradicted me on the dates or whatever. But in any case, um I guess Napoleon attacked Spain in I believe 1808 and So the Spanish monarchy or whatever was in charge of Spain got swept aside and a new thing got put in charge of Spain. And they came up with a constitution that said that you know the conquistadors, whatever I guess it's the rich Spanish families who would basically own like entire countries over in South America, the new constitution said you couldn't do that anymore. And so there was conquistadors, you know white families living in South America being super rich and as soon as they saw that Spain no longer had their back, they all were like, "Okay, we're we're our own countries now." But these people didn't have you know they didn't have the rule of law instilled into instilled into them by the culture of Britain. And this 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 is not what the video says, but this is my opinion. So you know, so so all these you know, boom, bunch of countries are formed because Spain didn't have their back anymore. And then, in my opinion, they didn't have the rule of law instilled in them. You know, like whatever, fair is fair, etc. And so they just became a bunch of dictatorships where they just took from the poor and gave to the teeny, teeny little bit who was super rich. And this created instability. And like, I don't know, like they mentioned uh, Mexico, boy, don't quote me again, but something like from 1820 to 1850, roughly, roughly, um, Mexico had like 55 different presidents. I mean, you know, these presidents would only last a couple of months because everyone was fighting over stuff. So, you know, they didn't have any st- stability. And so that's, I think that's the reason why, whatever, they never got, you know, they're, they're, they're still trying to get stable. To this day, these countries are still trying to get stable. I don't know. I guess it's because I'm white. I guess it's because I'm racist. I'm joking, but I find it interesting to learn about where white people live in South America. And so I learned more. I'm just going to, I'm going to tell you so I remember it better. So basically, in South America, on the right side, right, you know, the bulge part, that's Brazil. And so the bottom part of Brazil is where the white people in Brazil live. And then the next thing along that part of South America is Uruguay, which is, you know, whatever, it's whiter, way whiter than America, I guess. And then below that is Argentina, and that takes it all the way down to the bottom of South America, which is, Argentina is also a famously pretty white country. So it just goes... Bottom of Brazil, Uruguay, Argentina. And that's just the bottom right of South America. And that's where the white people actually went and lived as opposed to just being colonizers from afar. And Uruguay is right in the middle of that. That's not what I meant to say, but it is. Buenos Aires. Uruguay, Buenos Aires. It's all right in the middle of that. I think that's supposed to be a really nice city. Uh, I'll just keep talking. I guess I've been learning about South America a lot lately. So they're trying to build a road that goes from Brazil on one side to Chile on the other side, right to left. And, like, apparently, you know, South America's messed up. You know, you you cannot drive from the top of North America to the bottom of South America because somewhere in the middle of, what is that, Middle America? What's that? Uh, whatever, whatever that middle part below Mexico is, anyways, there's a place where there is no road. It's just like, they got 50 miles, if they, if, they, if they would complete the 50 miles of road in there, then you could drive the whole way, but you can't currently drive the whole way. And then also, if you're trying to drive left to right in South America, you can't do that. But they're trying to build a road right now that goes from Brazil to Paraguay to Argentina to Chile. Those are the, whatever, those are the ones that they want to go through. And I say this because the road starts in Sao Paulo, which is, I think it's the capital. Yeah, it is the capital. It's the capital of Brazil. It's the biggest country in South America. And I believe I heard once that Sao Paulo, just that city, it's like the New York of South America. Sao Paulo has like half of the money of the entire continent. It's just so much money for whatever reason. they got a ton of people, obviously. So Sao Paulo, Brazil is half of the money for the entire continent. And so that's why people people want to build a road from Sao Paulo over to the other oceans. So you don't have to go around the bottom where you, the ships get destroyed. And so this part, I don't know. This is this is the part I want to look up sometime. But anyways, Rio de Janeiro is pretty close to Sao Paulo. And those are both in pretty much the bottom part of Brazil. And so I think maybe that's that's where the white people that's where the white people start. And then above that is like the you know, probably 90% of Brazil's land is above those two cities. But I think that's the super hot part where, I don't know, people are poor and, you know, they probably killed all the natives or did a bunch of terrible stuff. But anyway, so I think Rio and Sao Paulo, and then you go kind of down from there, that's where that's where the white people went, because it was the nicest place. nice The nicest land. And of course at this point, you know, anyone within 500 miles of Sao Paulo, probably moved to Sao Paulo because they were starving previously, and they're like, hey, go to the city. You can, you can sell chiclets on the side of the street and make more money than you can in the jungle. I looked up the demographics of Rio de Janeiro to, just out of curiosity, and yeah, they're, it's mostly white. They got black people, and then uh, to a lesser extent, they got uh, Amerindians. Whites, for instance, are maybe 55 to 75 percent of the population. Uh, I was just talking about whites and Amerindians there, I think. But, anyways, bringing up black people makes me think I was just watching a video from the Indigo Traveler, great YouTube channel. Anyways, he, right now he's in Haiti, or at least he's releasing videos of his trip in Haiti. And this guy, he like he goes to like wars. He'll he'll go to, I mean, Afghanistan in the middle of a war. He went to Ukraine in the middle of the war. I mean, he goes to places. That are insane. And he goes to places that are, you know, maybe there's no war, but they're a total shithole. Anyways, Haiti is worse and more dangerous than every, I think, anywhere. It's it's the worst place on the planet currently. Um, They had that 2010 earthquake that killed, like, 200,000 Haitians and, like, destroyed their buildings. And they haven't been able to rebuild their buildings. And they got no water. They got no electricity. They got no whatever. Anyways, it's just crazy. They're the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, and it's so freaking gross and violent. And just everywhere it goes, it's just trash. I guess they got no place to get rid of trash. They don't have landfills like the government. If the government picks up your trash, they just put it in a pile and burn it. But mostly they don't burn the trash. There's just trash. You just walk. Everywhere you walk is just trash. It looks like plastic bags from a grocery store or something. You know, like if you had like six inches of grocery store plastic bags covering every inch of land everywhere you go, that's how Haiti looks. I mean, apparently Haiti has some very rich places where you can go on vacation. But anyways, he goes to the he goes to the ghetto of Haiti and like everywhere he goes, there's just you're hearing gunfire in the background and there's like bullet holes in all the buildings. Like, you know, people just, I don't know, shooting in the air and the bullets come down and kill people. He's driving around, and they're telling him, oh yeah, there's a lot of kidnappings that happened here, and then, they he doesn't show it on camera, but like, whatever, a bunch of guys just pull up on a car with their guns, and they pull someone out and take them away and kidnap them. I mean, obviously, they're pooping in the water that they swim in and drink from. Actually, that's not true, because it's the ocean, so it's just the the water that they swim in and wash in and fish from, and then they got no water. Like, that's what the guy does. He's... Is he's got his a uh, guide. His guide is like, let's take a whole bunch of bottled water with us. We can bribe people. Anyways, it's crazy. I did a podcast I don't know, a year ago about the Indigo Traveler guy. He went to Saudi Arabia, and that place is wonderful. It's super nice, and you know they they're, they treat women really. You know you, you hear that they're all misogynistic. They treat women really nice. Women got it great. Everything's wonderful. Wonderful in Saudi Arabia. Haiti is just insanity. Terrible. It's it's I don't know might check out that video. The most impressive thing is just trash. It's just trash. Just trash everywhere. It's crazy. It's like they live in a landfill. Okay, that's a way to describe it. Just think of a landfill, and then like your country kind of looks like a landfill, and then you know, maybe you you kick it aside or something to make a road. And I think it's because the trash runs from up high. I think like the safe, rich neighborhoods are up high, and then they got hurricanes and rain or something that just washes the trash down to the bottom where the poor people live and he like talks to a local woman and she has a metal roofing shack and she's, she has to pay rent he's like how much is rent and she's like $20 every six months but then he's also trying to raise money for like a school that feeds the children and so that's if you donate money to them uh it's two dollars per meal per child per day well two dollars for a meal basically is kind of crazy. You can get, you can get a house, a shitty house, where you might get killed for twenty bucks. Well, for forty bucks a year, for forty bucks a year, or two dollars a meal. And that was, yeah. And they're eating a bunch of breadfruit. I don't know what breadfruit is, but apparently, back in the slavery days, when guy was a French colony, they only gave the slaves breadfruit, and so ever after that. The people who lived in Haiti are like, we're not going to eat no bread food. That was what you gave to the slaves. But anyways, now they're eating bread food like crazy. Because they got no food and no water. And obviously, you don't want to live there. Uh, You'll get killed. Um, And neither do the Haitians want to live there. Because they don't want to get killed. And so, they're one of the big groups that's coming over the southern border. right? It used to be like Mexicans. It ain't Mexicans no more. So I forget what country they go to. But anyways, the Haitians moved to some South American country or... Okay, Central America. That's what I couldn't think of. So I think they, whatever, they take a plane over to Central America, then they walk up through Guatemala, and then walk up through uh, Mexico, or take a bus. They probably take a bus. So you fly over to Central America, you take a bus to the border, and then you come into America and you live here, and everything is much better. So we're getting tons of Haitians right now. And, you know, you can see why. I mean, I wouldn't, i do the exact same thing. Can't blame them. And whatever. I guess the gangs... The gangs rule the cities, and then the cops kind of fight with the gangs. I'm sure they're corrupt as hell. So basically, they need to kill all the gang members. I don't know how you're going to do that without having the person that kills the gang member just be like, I'm the new gang leader. All right, just jumping around here. But so Venezuela, back to South America, um, they're sitting on a ton of oil. Apparently, they got more oil than any other country in the world, You know, more than U.S., Russia, Saudi Arabia. And so this video was, like, showing clips of Venezuela in about, well, in the 50s. It looked like Southern California. Like, it was, it had freeways and, what's that called, Um, mid-century modern houses. I mean, it looked, you know, it looked like like Hollywood, like Beverly Hills, like the hills of, the hills above L.A. Um, Because they were so rich and they were doing so good. But then I think their government, you know, their government is shit. They got no rule of law. And so... Now, right now, they're like one of the poorest countries and the worst countries in the world. And I know Argentina, a number of the countries in South America like used to be the richest. I think I think around 1910 or something, Argentina was one of the richest countries in the world. Argentina is famous for growing beef. And so that they want this road so they can sell their beef to China. Like China's like finally got enough money where the people are like, I like eating cow. I want some cow. It makes me want to go eat some cow right now. I'll say what's kind of interesting. Like if you were thinking about traveling to South America, I mean, obviously you'd do more research and listen to just this podcast. But a lot of these countries were rich at one time. You know, they go from rich to poor to rich to poor, and so what that means is they have they have some like awesome architecture. Like I'm watching this thing, like you know, some architecture in Venezuela from back when they were rich before. Uh, maybe this is Argentina. Anyways. One of these countries, (laughs) you know, built a whole bunch of stuff like 100 years ago, and it's all beautiful. I mean, it looks like, you know, it looks as good as any, you know, old, you know, Boston or New York or San Francisco place. It's pretty cool, pretty cool old architecture and like parks and trees and stuff. So they're talking about Venezuela more. So like I say, Venezuela, it was like Southern California. They were doing great. They had a ton of oil. Like in Africa, they got countries that have tons of oil and... I mean, that's the kiss of death for countries in Africa for some reason. Anyways, Venezuela was doing good. I don't know. But anyways, this guy is saying, he's like, oh, the rich people took over, you know, whatever industry there was, like the silver or the oil or the blah, 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 and that made the country shitty. But then he says, and then Venezuela got taken over by a communist who, like, gave out money to all the poor. And Venezuela is now the worst country, so... I mean, I don't know. You're like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. So basically, just having a few rich people take all the money and screw people over, that actually makes for a nice country. And then when you try and redistribute the wealth to everyone, the whole thing becomes just a complete and utter shithole nightmare. Making you wish you had your... The same thing happened in the Middle East, right? They had a bunch of dictators in the Middle East. And then the Arab Spring happened maybe 12 years ago or something. And they wish they had their dictators back. Yeah, they're like, I don't have the right to vote. I don't like this. And all of a sudden it's replaced with, oh my God, my next door neighbor is a terrorist. He raped my wife and he killed me. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast. And thanks for listening.